0: What's up audio listener? Thanks so much for checking out the show. My hope with this show is to not only showcase the many amazing guests that we'll have on, but also to reach a few of you and maybe help you guys, the listeners, take the leap and do something that you aren't feeling ready for, or maybe you don't think you can succeed in. These are success stories that you need to hear because these people you may never have heard of. Self-made people doing it big time in their own towns, maybe just branching out into the big leagues. The people I call self-made nobodies. On this, the first episode, Jeff Wybrow, an incredible fabricator out of Ontario, Canada. Izzy Fab Speed and Engineering is the plug, and you can find him on all the socials. This is Jeff in my first podcast, and I apologize for how often I go to speak before he's finished. I'm new. Bear with me. I will get better. It's basically uncut and unedited how I'll do most episodes of the show. So without further ado, here's episode one of Self Made Nobodies. How are you, man? (laughs) I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks so much for coming on on my first yeah, episode. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Shut that off. Sweet. Yeah. So welcome guys to my first episode of Self-Made Nobodies here. My first guest here is uh, Jeff. And I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck it up. It's it's Wybrow. Jeff Wybrow? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, right. Okay, perfect. Sweet. I always read it, and the weirdest part, what I don't understand is how we did the same stuff almost, but like I've never met you. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, so many people that I know, that's the confusing part. Like you're an s yeah, guy. Yeah, I've had
1: that happen a few times.
0: That's crazy to you me. Just like-
1: miss people by, you know, minutes for 10 years or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I remember seeing your builds. I remember seeing some of your stuff and like going across the social media pages and stuff like that. But I never, ever met you. And it like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And then seeing you progress and seeing your company grow. And I never got to see your real skills because we never met. So I've never seen anything in person. So now seeing it on social media and stuff, I'm just absolutely blown away. And it inspired me because I feel like people like you need more exposure and you're doing it yourself and I don't know if this is going to help at all but you definitely deserve it like it's crazy. Well, thanks man. Yeah, so it's tell- been
1: uh it's been quite a ride.
0: Yeah, so tell me about it. Let's let's start from the beginning. What um like back when you were younger, cars always a thing?
1: Um not really. Uh me and my dad used to go to the odd thing here and there, but it wasn't really until I got my driver's license that I really started like being passionate about it, I guess. Fair enough. First car? Um, first car. First one I drove a lot was my mom's Honda CRV.
0: Oh, afraid right And then,
1: uh, yeah. And then uh, I bought my first car, which was a Honda Accord. And I was a Honda kid for a little while. And then uh, I got into S10s.
0: Oh, so you came to the dark side. That's good.
1: <laughs> well, I, you know, I was always growing up on the farm and stuff and we always had trucks and kind of i don't know i bought a honda the first car and then kind of got back into i think where i was supposed to be the whole time and i've had trucks pretty much ever since
0: yeah no kidding now your truck now how's that going the build
1: um it's not really the nope. business is taking a lot of my time so i think that's where i should be focusing my time anyway right now so that's... the truck i mean i i put probably far more time into it over the last I don't know six or seven years than most people do in their whole lifetime so
0: yeah that's no I'm
1: I'm okay taking a break from it for the time being
0: well and if the business has taken the the forward page on it that means you're busy that's great
1: yeah yeah I think the truck is a big reason why I'm able to do what I do for a business but I mean it's like again it it needs a break for the time being (laughs) I need a break from it
0: no kidding hey yeah so, um, why, uh, why did you start your own business? What made you step away from, you were working dealerships. I th- I think I seen.
1: Yeah, I, I did my apprenticeship originally at a dealership right out of high school. Um, I worked at the same dealership for close to 10 years and then I went to Hitman Hot Rods in Cambridge yep. and, uh, Scott taught me a lot, took me under his wing. You know, I was there all the time and I loved it, man. It was, it was everything I wanted it to be. And then, uh started kind of hating the drive and i had my dog at home and i was gone it was a long day so i i kind of made the decision that i was just gonna kind of move back to well not my move my career back to the same town i was living in and went back to a dealership and worked there for a couple years and then uh honestly because of covid it was uh i started the business like i don't think i would have ever truly made the jump if i didn't have um I guess the time off to see if I could make it work even.
0: That's that's fair. That's uh, good to see some silver lining coming out of all of this. Hey.
1: Yeah, it was it was weird because I uh the dealership right when it all first started, the dealership told us, you know, we were allowed to take the two weeks off or whatever for the flatten the curve nonsense. And um so I thought, well, what the hell? I'll jump all over that now. I had a a customer. I I was I was always doing, you know, small little side jobs here and there. And then I had this uh, customer come to me and it was going to be kind of a bigger job. And I, I decided I was going to take it on and
0: uh, yeah, I guess
1: it, it worked out. So <laughs> here I
0: am. Yeah. No kidding. What was that first job? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Uh, it was a 53 uh, Chevy pickup. Um, he had had it built in another shop and Um, it never really, nothing really worked properly on it. It was always kind of, um, like it looked good, but nothing really worked. So he, he got, uh, recommended to me, um, by a good friend of mine and, uh, I drove all the way out. He was like, I don't know, a couple hours away from me. So I drove out there one day to kind of look at it and just talk about it with him. And, uh, I brought it in and wound up doing a pile of work on this truck.
0: I, I did yeah. follow i did follow that build i'm pretty sure that one and i seen some of the work yeah on that. They, it was yeah. uh it was horrendous let, it let's was say
1: bad yeah it was it was sad that you know this guy had already paid for all this to get done and kind of got taken to the cleaners on it
0: yeah no kidding and that was a gorgeous finish too at the end of all yeah. of that everything hidden. yeah it
1: it looks really good now it's going to come back in a I'm well I expected it to be back by now but it's at the body shop right now having the hood painted and a few other pieces put on it for good and then it'll come back to me for a shakedown and tuning and hopefully the guy can drive it this summer for the first time
0: ever that'll be probably really nice for him and nice for yeah, you to fin- I, finish it up
1: yeah it's a nice feeling being the guy that gets to you know
0: make these things work for these guys well, I seem to be doing that more often than not lately unfortunately Yeah, but not only that, but you finish things. You don't just take the time to finish something. You take the time to finish it better than right you make sure that it's hidden you make sure that it's tucked that's what's so inspiring is there's guys out there that have the skills and the abilities to do those things like even me i have the ability to do what you're doing to get it functioning but to get it to where you get it to it's like you're you're just absolutely a next level with your imagination on how to get things where they go and like your tube bending and everything like that just just awesome your first intake manifold that i saw i was like yep that is just just gnarly
1: Well, again, that goes back to, you know, working at Hitman and Scott teaching me what he knew and me being able to build on that. I had my eyes opened to a lot of different um, scenarios and areas of the the industry that I really never thought of before. And then once my eyes were open to them, my imagination just kind of ran wild. And now that's where I go. I figure these guys are paying top dollar for it. They might as well get what they're paying for. And Well, you know, these are all show trucks that don't get driven that often. So they might as well look, you know, every bit of the
0: part. And they also function. That's the nice thing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's there just to toss it in and say, Hey, look, there's some more chrome. Like everything you do has a reason. Yeah. It's it's It's
1: 2021, man. I always say this to people. It's 2021. There's no reason, nothing, you know, there's no reason that these top dollar show cars should be without anything like air conditioning and power steering and it should all work. They should drive like a modern car. It's, you know, we do way harder stuff, man, as human beings, but it's not that hard to make a a hot rod function like a modern car. It really isn't.
0: So then why do you think so many people cut corners? Do you think it's money? Do you think it's time? Do you think it's lack of care? Like what, what sets you apart? Because not to just I mean, kiss your ass, so to speak, but you, you are totally set apart from like a lot of the builders that I watch. If, if you look at their fit and finish, it doesn't touch what yours does. There's all, again, they function, they look gorgeous. The body works not straight, but that's just my own opinion. Cause I'm a body man. But like, to me, what sets you apart? Like, what do you, is it passion? Is it care? Like there's it, something, something sets you apart. I feel.
1: Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people just don't care anymore. I think it's just they show up and it's a day job or they see the dollar bills at the end of the day, or, you know, the guy that owns the truck might be a dick or something, or I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I just, I know what I want out of a vehicle. Like I know what I would want out of a truck that, you know, costs 150, 200, $300,000. And if I have that much money into something, I I would want it to work. So I don't know. That's just how I was always brought up. that if you're going to do something, you just do it
0: right. Yeah. Do it right. Do it good. Yeah. That's no, that's respectful for sure. Now with what's coming in the future, what do you think for you?
1: Uh, well, um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I never expected to be here as far along as I am in the first, I don't know, a little over a year now that I've Started my own business. I I would have never dreamed to be even this far ahead of the game. So, I'm just going day by day and trying to I don't know do the best I can. And I think probably the next thing will be trying to find a new building that's that's bigger than the one I'm in now, which six months ago was plenty big enough, and I've I've far and outgrown it.
0: Right. I remember you having like Milwaukee tool cases in your shop at your house. Then you stepped up now you're ready to step up again and it's been a year yeah, like, it's, that's it's that's it's incredible pretty, it's pretty crazy and now I you think have... it has
1: a lot right now it has a lot to do with not being able to get parts so i have a lot of guys waiting to bring their vehicles to the shop and uh i have a lot of not a lot but i have a few dead vehicles that i'm just having a real difficult time getting parts for that shouldn't be taking as long as they are we and are... it's no fault of anybody's other than the way the world's going right now
0: It's totally true. We're seeing that in the shop as well. We can order stuff that we should see next day where we're like, we've literally had it no matter what. Now they're like, yeah, are you four to six weeks out or no build day? It's like, Oh really? That's not good.
1: Yeah. I have a couple of deadlines coming up that are going to be an issue. I think with parts uh, availability and things like that. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think most of the guys are pretty understanding. Everybody seems to know what's going on in the world. So
0: well, totally, Hopefully and you, that. you, you have yeah. to. I mean, we all see the climate of what's going on. Everything's just shut down. We don't have a choice, yeah. especially yeah. you good guys. Kind of yeah, so, but I saw the Dirty Bird got on the dyno.
1: Yes, it did, and uh, he's got about a 1,000 kilometers on it now, and it's been pretty good. We had a little issue with the power steering holes, but uh, otherwise, it's been really
0: good. Well, that's what happens on a shakedown. We always have to yeah, find Yeah,
1: exactly. That's the whole point of it, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, totally. But yeah,
1: he's, he's been driving the wheels off of it now, so which is nice.
0: Phil's truck. I see that's going well too.
1: Yeah. That's one of the trucks that's causing me issues with
0: parts right now. (laughs) Yeah. What are you looking to get?
1: Yeah. Oh, just a lot of like little miscellaneous stainless fittings for the air conditioning lines and things like that to get it buttoned up. And I'm trying to get the engine bay finished up entirely so he can drive it this summer. Right. He's not driven it in 10 years. So.
0: I know it's so sad. I've had mine since I was 15. And it's sitting out back right now, like it looked when I was 18, like when we tore it apart and shaved the handles and stuff like that, it's literally just sitting out back. I can see it through the window right now. It's just, (laughs) it's, it's so sad, but life happens. I got kids, like life, life gets in the way, but exactly. Yeah. So new buildings, new buildings, new machines are coming. That's, that's incredible. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been a lot. It's been kind of overwhelming. I'm not going to lie
0: yeah are you looking to oh, yeah. expand your crews like do you have plans in the future to have more guys?
1: I would like to have a guy or two. yeah um, I have a fellow that helps me part-time right now on Saturdays,
0: and he
1: is awesome. Um, but again, it's it's hard for me to um, I'm still learning how to orchestrate all of the multiple vehicles at one time. I think that's the best way to put that. I have a hard time knowing or trying to figure out how to bounce between all of them and have all the parts there to work on all of them at the same time and
0: keep everybody happy. um,
1: Yeah. So that's, that's for sure. a Learning curve and I think I'm definitely getting better at it, but
0: do you have any advice for guys that are starting out?
1: Um, I guess if you're good at what you do, it's going to accelerate way fucking faster than you ever imagined. No kidding. And eh? uh yeah. Just uh expect long days and the long days are good, I guess.
0: <laughs> long, long days are worth it for sure.
1: Yeah, they have been so far.
0: Yeah, no kidding. The builds I mean, yeah, I mean you get to touch some really, really nice builds. And it's nice to see that Ontario is still doing that with everything that's going on in project erase and all that stuff. Like
1: there's uh yeah, there's a ton of it. There's a there's a ton of hot rod shops, even in Southwestern Ontario and everybody seems to be busy, even the bad ones, which is both good and bad, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of, lots of work for everybody, it seems.
0: Well, that's good. What, uh, what have you got coming down in the future? Anything notable, noteworthy that you can talk about?
1: Um, I just had another, uh, think it's a 48 pickup dropped off today Chevy pickup dropped off today to get some I think I'm going to wind up wiring this truck from scratch again as well seems
0: to to be your specialty is a lot of wiring and a lot of like tubing exhaust yeah yeah
1: yeah Um, I'd like to get into the full builds for sure that's my ultimate goal but uh, yeah for right now I'm just doing you know wiring and the exhaust and turbo kits and whatever they pay the bills and they're fun and they're as long as they're one-off stuff, they're pretty, you know, they keep my brain entertained and um, yeah, I have I don't know, mostly the next I've got a few trucks coming in that are, I know I'm wiring and plumbing on them and that's kind of it for the foreseeable
0: future. But I guess a few down the pike and the shop being full is.
1: Yeah. I think I've got about 10 or 12 vehicles on my, waiting list right now um just for various stuff some bigger jobs and some smaller stuff but yeah there's there's for sure almost a dozen that are just patiently waiting
0: that's awesome it is
1: yeah it's it's uh i really didn't expect like i said i didn't expect to be here this
0: fast so yeah you said a, a year it's been just that I yeah
1: even... i uh i got my ontario business license uh, january 15th of 2020. So wow, that's wild. Yeah. The first the first few months that I was working out of the garage at the house and I wasn't really taking it too seriously because we were on, you know, whatever COVID shutdown or whatever. And
0: yeah.
1: And then it just kind of got serious real fast.
0: Yeah, no kidding. You went like I said, you went from like Milwaukee toolcases to like, hey guys, I have a lathe. It's like Yeah oh cool (laughs) he's really he's gone from hand tools and like power tools to like real machine shop shit like this is awesome yeah
1: it's uh yeah it's it's been pretty cool because it's allowed me to you know ever since high school machine shop I've been in love with lathes and mills and whatever and uh, now I have an excuse to own one I guess
0: yeah right put some miles on it
1: oh for sure yeah that thing saved its you know it's paid itself off whole uh, a few times already
0: yeah we had one at ccmr and it was nice if you needed a fitting shorter if you needed something changed or anything yeah it's, it's always
1: just the dumb shit that it saves you so much time and hassle with like it's you know rather than wait three days for a three-eighths mpt bung or something you just make one
0: right instead of going down to the machine shop and having to ask the old man to make you something and two days yeah later yeah totally do you have a notable build what's what's been your favorite build so far
1: um as much as i hate to say it i really enjoy the the things like that blue 53 where i you know they're kind of these scab together things when i get them and they they leave being a fully functioning truck i i really do enjoy that it sucks for these guys that they you know like i said pay already once for it and then they're paying the shop again to do it but uh it's nice that they're getting that truck that they always thought they were going to get right from the get-go when it leaves and that kind of stuff I really enjoy. So, I mean, yeah, that, that blue one right now for sure is, is the big one for me. Um, I'm looking forward to getting it back and actually being able to go out and put some miles on it with the body all assembled and that kind of stuff. But the, the Firebird even, that was the first, uh, I guess turnkey build that I ever did on my own. And, uh, seeing it on the dyno and seeing him drive at home was a pretty
0: cool day. Yeah. No kidding. Do you have, yeah. future, do you have future plans of doing your own tuning?
1: No. Uh, the guy that does my tuning is, is excellent. Uh, my brain has enough going on in it and <laughs> he. I don't, I, you know, I could spend 20 years probably trying to tune vehicles and wouldn't be anywhere near as good as, as he is. So, uh, fair enough. It's honestly not even something that I want to try. No. like he's one of he's one of my best friends I can call him pretty well anytime and uh, I know he's gonna be you know up to what I'm looking for and even beyond so there's fair. there's it's not even worth my effort
0: <laughs> yeah no that's totally totally fair now when you say you want to get into full builds do you mean full bottom-up builds like bodywork too or you are just mechanical only leave the bodywork to somebody else too
1: uh I enjoy the sheet metal side of things. I don't want to do bondo and paint.
0: Fair.
1: Um but uh yeah, pretty much everything except for like the bondo painting and interior work.
0: Yeah. I'm game.
1: game. I'm game for. So ideally I want somebody to come to me and say, "Hey, I've got X amount of money and I want to build a I don't know, 1953 Chevy pickup truck." Yeah. And I say, "Okay, cool. That's, you know, give me some of the major details you want and let me go at it. Yeah. That's what I really want to do.
0: I'll call you when I need another check. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that's the idea, but well, I'm not rushing anything. I'm like I said, I'm way further ahead already than I thought I would be by now. So.
0: And no regrets, obviously
1: not a single one. No, I just wish, you know, I, I was just about to say, I wish I did it sooner, but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, maybe I got to yeah, I got a lot of experiences in other areas of life that have probably helped me with where I am and I've seen a lot of people start businesses a lot earlier and be successful and vice versa, right? So, I think I'm right where I need to be.
0: Oh, totally. If yeah, if I have to say so and with Scott learning you you learning under Scott, it's funny that we're like we were three degrees apart there too. Like Shouldice is down the street. That That's yep. my, we call her my aunt Kathy, but she basically is my aunt. My uncle Bob owns Shilling Performance in Cambridge. I almost oh, yeah. for, I almost worked for Scott. Like we were so close. It, it's just <laughs> so funny to me that we you know, like I don't even remember seeing your truck in the same parking lot as my truck. Like it was so close to that, but that never happened. Like it's it was just wild to me. I just had to, I don't know. I, A, I had to talk to you and B, I just had to, it it inspired me to do something. I mean, I've done things here and there. I've like done a little bit of YouTube and that, and it it went a few places, but nothing like monetized or anything. And I've built some cool stuff. I worked at CCMR performance out here in Spruce Grove. And so I've built some really cool stuff and got drive some really cool stuff too. So, but then seeing you, I was like, well, yeah, no, I suck. I'm just going (laughs) to like, I'm just going to give uh, give my tools away.
1: It's all relative, man. Cause I, you know, you scroll through Instagram or whatever, every day. And I'm like, you know, I see whoever's I, you know, all these guys you follow on Instagram, I see so-and-so doing sheet metal work. I'm like, wow, I'm not shit compared to this guy or, and it's, again, it's all relative. Totally. Everybody has their thing and everybody's in different progress areas. And you know, I was,
0: I was I, built to that be, I might've
1: been doing it. Yeah. that That guy might've been doing it since he was 10 years old. You don't know that.
0: That's totally true. I was going to say I was built to be a dad and you were built to, build hot rods
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so
0: so plug some of your stuff where can people find you shop name all that stuff
1: uh everything uh is izzy fab speed and engineering i s s y uh f a b speed and engineering it's uh instagram facebook Uh, i have a website which i'm very bad at keeping up to date (laughs) i'm not gonna lie fair enough um yeah. And my, I guess my personal Instagram is who Y H O O W Y B R O W.
0: Perfect. Well, we'll definitely put that up there. And I appreciate you talking to me now. I just wanted to talk one more thing with you and then I will let you get back to whatever you're doing. I want to keep these short and let people kind of sink in and I don't know, listen, listen to your story, get inspired. I was inspired. So I hope more people get inspired as these episodes go on, but I selfishly want to know how down, in the states was with your truck and how much fun you had which time (laughs) anytime (laughs) they all looked like they were a blast um
1: yeah uh ls fest was the first time i went real down south i guess it's not even real down south but ls fest was the the furthest south i've driven that truck yeah um it made 930 wheel horse on the dyno the Wednesday, and we left on the Thursday afternoon, I think, or Thursday morning. I can't remember now, but uh, drove it there, drove it back, beat the shit out of it all weekend long. I uh, beat up on a couple of Corvettes on the highway. It was amazing, man. It was it was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and I've I seen some of the videos and stuff like that. There must have been some hurt feelings seeing a pickup truck just smoking these dudes.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of the, I mean, I think in this day and age, you can never really trust anybody with anything, right? Like there's enough smart guys in the world that you could show up in a bus and it might be a nine second bus. Nobody really knows.
0: pull Jeremy so I think,
1: Yeah. I don't think people are totally blind to the fact that a pickup truck can beat up on a lot of guys, but most of them were super impressed that I drove it there. It was, I think about 14 or 1500 K one way. And then and, beat, uh, beat the
0: crap out of it and drove it home.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. As on a stock transmission.
0: Oh, really? too
1: it Yeah. It's still a stock transmission.
0: For um, a lady, obviously.
1: No, six L, six L eighty.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, kind of the whole weekend I was, um, for lack of a better term, shitting my pants that the transmission was going to let go and it made it home just fine. But s- again, that's a testament to uh, the tune that's in it. So there yeah, you that's, go.
0: that's fair. If you keep it safe. Yeah. it won't blow parts apart. I love, I love what you did with the roll bars too. How everything's hidden through the seats and stuff like that.
1: Well, thanks. That was I uh, I didn't even do that. That was my, my buddy Tyler. He's uh he owns another hot rod shop and uh, I don't know, he's probably about half an hour away from me and Mitchell. And yeah, uh, I was, again, this is back to when I was working out of the house, I I physically didn't have the room to have a bender or, you know, all these big lengths of tube that I was bending up and putting in the truck as a roll cage. So I I actually hired it out to him and he knocked it out of the park. He did an absolutely amazing job.
0: And you You can't see it through the windows, can you?
1: If you catch it in the right sunlight, you can see the angled bars through the back windows,
0: but that's it. And they're tied in through the back of the cab, through the back of the box, to the frame.
1: It goes, it goes through the back of the cab. It just comes through the floor of the box, and then it ties into the frame. Crazy. If I have, uh, if I have something at the front wall of the, the box, you can't see it. Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He again, he he knocked it out of the park. He did such a good job. And uh, and then my high school buddy Daryl, he uh, he lives in Stratford. He painted it for me color matched it to the truck and it's honestly the paint is probably nicer on it than it is on the, the truck Wow! so I'm I'm yeah I couldn't be happier with how it turned out I really am blown away
0: yeah it's yeah it's quite the incredible build that's definitely why I asked you about it but I mean back-burnering it for what you're doing in the business and having that grow is I'd, I'd much rather that for you right now that's for sure that stuff can come
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've got my house torn apart and I'm trying to, you know, do that and run the business at the same time. And I just got a lot on the go. So I've had a lot of fun with the truck over the last, it'll be, uh, well, I've had it seven years now. So um, I've had a lot of fun with it over the last seven years. So, you know, it can hang out for a bit and I'm never going to get rid of it. I never will. So I'll, uh, I'll get back to it sooner or later and, you know, shoot for Twelve or 1300 horse the next time around and
0: see who else I can beat up on what did you run with it at the uh
1: track? the best it's ever been is 10-1 <laughs> that's
0: pretty crazy
1: yeah there's a there's uh yeah I mean it, it was pretty nuts
0: what is it we weigh went with- from
1: uh it, it's uh actually I haven't weighed it with the turbo kit so um The last time I weighed it, which was before it was turbo and before it had the chromoly roll bar in it, it was 5,800 pounds with me in it. So, I mean, it's somewhere, I would think somewhere north of there now.
0: Probably close to
1: 6,000. But it's had some other things done on it since then. Like, it's got lighter brakes on it and it's got a lot of, you know, the factory vacuum pump is gone and there's been some changes for sure that would take some weight back out of it. So, it's not it's not like a crazy heavy thing but it's it's definitely one of the heavier ones for sure
0: right and were you one of the first guys to lower those trucks well like I feel like I, I never saw yeah anybody.
1: I think I think so for sure me and uh, another friend Jeff who lived in Cambridge we got our trucks pretty well at the exact same time and they were both lowered and we used to get mistaken for each other all the time I used to get a text message or call or Facebook message to say hey man I just saw you wherever and I'm like oh uh, no I'm at home wrong guy um yeah but there was there was two of us with almost the identical truck for the longest time before i saw another one and then uh i actually uh i had the lowering kit for the truck about i don't know six weeks before i got the truck i think
0: (laughs) (laughs) typical car guy
1: yeah i you know i bought i actually uh i factory ordered the truck and uh i had it built exactly the way i wanted it and then it was just going to be a a really nice daily driver i was going to lower it a little bit black out all the chrome on it and uh seven years later it's going tens almost nines
0: no kidding hey and it'll go probably probably nines one day for sure
1: yeah i think my ultimate goal with it is to go like 950s and then i'll probably that'll probably be it i think i just want like a really super reliable like 950 street car that weighs 6,000 pounds
0: yeah some like hurt and feelings but still be able to drive to the grocery store
1: yeah yeah I mean it's always had really nice street manners it's always had ac it's always had cruise it's got heated seats and a heated steering wheel and you know you take it out on a nice fall day and you can stay all crispy and whatever and it's it's really really nice to drive
0: what's the It's taken me
1: a long time to get here and it's it's been worth every bit of struggle I think
0: no kidding what's the cage rated for
1: Uh, The cage is actually, I'm already going too fast for it. The cage is only good for 10 or 135 mile an hour. And I've been just under 140 mile an hour. So I, the next time I go out, it'll definitely be not enough,
0: but uh,
1: I'm not sold on the idea of putting the bars and stuff through the dash. So
0: yeah, no kidding.
1: That's kind of why I'm, yeah, I'd like to make it like, that's what I mean. I'd I'd like to make it like a 950 truck and then that's probably going to be the end of it because Anything past out, I think I'm going to be taking away from the truck
0: as a truck. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Then it won't be, dr- dr- well, drivable, so to speak, anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to wreck
0: it, for sure. Yeah, we've seen a lot of guys out here that are making that 1,500 horsepower streetcar th- thing they they're back in for tuning and fixing and all sorts of stuff all the time because it's not running right or idling right or this or that and I mean that says something to the tuner I'm sure you've got a better tuner than we had out here but in the same token it's just once you hit those power ranges and you want to daily drive them it's like it's just not the car I remember driving a Camaro 69 Camaro with like a 1271 blower on the on it and like it had everything to stop it in the shop on the front brakes with just the rollover of the cam like this can't be be streetable
1: that's the beautiful thing about turbos right is you can as long as you're not you know flooring it that you don't even know the turbo is there so you can still make 300 horsepower without the turbo and it can still be like a nice daily driver street mannered vehicle you put these big blowers on and these guys get carried away with these gigantic camshafts and they're just miserable to drive
0: Oh, it was it was terrible I had to pull it on the trailer and it was the like most terrifying thing ever I literally just let the camera roll over and pull it on the trailer with my foot both feet on the brakes because it was like I think it had upgraded front brakes but there was definitely no rear brakes like this thing was all just yeah it, it was too much for the car for sure. yeah
1: I don't, I don't ever want to get to that point with this thing that's not I didn't you know I spent a bunch of money on it as a, a super nice truck when I bought it and I don't want to take away from that any more than I already have not oh. to say that i've you know wrecked it or anything but I, I really do think it's a nice mannered you know driver vehicle it's not loud in the cabin it's got you know like i said it's got all the creature comfort still so
0: yeah, i'm not, not more than really most willing do. to give
1: up yeah yeah exactly and i'm not really willing to give that up so if oh. i want to build something where i you know might kill myself and it has no brakes or whatever i'll get a rusted out old fox body or something and you know go that route but another yeah, S, park...
0: another s10 with a small block in it
1: i don't know man i i've got a couple s10s that are coming into the shop here and there that are um lf swapped and regular cabs and i just don't fit in them the way that i used to my knees get all seized up in them and they're just too small i my body's become too accustomed to having full-size trucks now gonna, as that how, sounds.
0: how does phil fit in his s10 like that doesn't make physical sense
1: yeah, he's a big boy, but his is in the extended cab.
0: What, does he have the back seat in the extended cab?
1: Well, it might as well be, yeah. It goes <laughs> way back.
0: Yeah, no kidding, hey? Yeah. Well, I won't keep you any longer. I really do appreciate your time. Do you have any no pe- people you want to shout out? Anything else you want to shout out? Any advice that you want to do at the end? Anything at all?
1: Uh, I don't know. I guess if you're thinking of going out on your own and starting your own shop, just do it. That's sweet. It sucks thinking about it and not doing it when you could be doing it.
0: Totally. It's a lot of fun. 10 it's years. stressful down. as
1: hell, but it's totally worth it.
0: And then 10 years down the road, you can look back and say you did it rather than I could have. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Well, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks for ma- no being, uh, being a self-made nobody. Yeah. Thanks I mean, for having me on. Yeah. I, uh, I hope that isn't an offensive term to anybody. I don't mean it to be, I don't mean like nobody in a way that like, you're not a nobody, but in the scheme of, like when you look at like the gas monkeys of the world, I don't see the skill in that shop or like the, I don't know, diesel boys, all those, like you've got the skills. You should be out there. That's what I'm saying by, you know, self-made nobody. So I hope oh, it isn't. I'm
1: definitely, I'm definitely a nobody, but I'm definitely not self-made. There's been a lot of people that have helped me get here. So if anything, I'm, I'm more offended
0: by the self-made part. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate your time. Sounds good, man. Let's do it again. Awesome. Thanks, dude. You have a great night and good luck with everything that's going on. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you. Thanks again, guys, for listening to this first episode of the podcast. Like I said, I will get better at it. You can follow us on all the socials. I will be uh, activating everything once this podcast goes live, and we should be on iTunes and Spotify. So make sure you guys do hit that subscribe button, do download the episodes, and maybe give us a rating, maybe uh, give us some feedback. I'd love to hear from you. If you do have somebody that you'd like to hear on the show, make sure to email us at selfmadeguest at gmail.com. And uh, we will try and get them scheduled in and get them on the show. Thanks again, guys. I really do uh, thank you very much for being on this first show. Like I said, we will iron out all the kinks. Hopefully the audio gets better. Hopefully I get better. Everything. It's uh really really cool concept i really hope you guys jump on board with me and uh we get some self-made nobody's the recognition they deserve thanks guys have a great one